Every Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's March Mechamania. It's March Mechamania, brother. It's March Mechamania. It's March Mechamania, brother. Okay. Well, uh, pitter patter, let's get at her. I. Hello. Hi. Hi. Sorry. I. Hello. 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 Hi. Uh, we are Annie Buddies with each other and also the Annie Buddies all the time. Um, I myself am Maddie Spice, piloting the super cool, super generic Liger Zero with no attachments because fisticuffs only is how I live my life. And on my right, in flanking position, we have piloting the Obsidian Otter, my G, Alex. Hello, hello. We are actually a specialized mid-range unit. Uh, we, uh, we have a turbo laser cannon attached on the pause with underwater capability. I, I can always get down with an aquatic mech. Not enough representation. True, we did get some war here. sharks and shit. But uh, we got some. We got some. I'm about it. And on my left... In the uh, in the deep third, lining up from downtown in the gun sniper, we got my man, the king of the castle, Kristen. The king of the castle. <laughs> uh, we we got some pretty pretty spicy content for you guys today. Uh, it's the Anna Buddies, but not just the Anna Buddies. We are accompanied by a childhood favorite that I assure you still holds up. 20 plus years later. Zoids New Century. The, the it's good March Zoids. Mechamania. It's March Mechamania, brother. Every Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> uh, what to do? What to do, my dudes? What, what have you been up to? Uh, really? This and uh, Dragon Ball and then Attack yeah. on Titan released. Uh, an hour-long episode, and oh, it was really oh, very Dragon nice. Dragon Ball like OG or Dragon Ball like like Z? Uh, OG, OG, oh, nice. So we have, I have, I have uh, watched technically a season's worth. I have made it to where they summon Shinron for the first time. Here, uh, we just met Krillin, and they did the whole uh, getting launched to. Island. Mm -hmm. So that's about where I'm at. If you're yeah, familiar. it's pre Piccolo. Pre Piccolo, pre uh, Red Ribbon Army, and all that stuff. But I okay. have seen the Kamehameha way. Well, you know, it's iconic. Yes. I didn't realize it showed up so soon. Uh, yeah, it's uh, before the martial arts tournament. Because Goku does it without actually like properly learning it, yeah. Or just like yeah, copies it's like, it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think he does it right right around the time we meet a Chichi. Hmm. Spicy, nicey, huge fan. Uh, what about Kristen? 
Uh, you know, I feel like I feel like I really haven't been up to a whole lot since uh, we last recorded. I feel like I've mainly just been uh, chilling, working, working a lot, uh, just watching watching the show, and uh, yeah, so not, not, nothing nothing much to say here. I I am one to definitely appreciate the slow life, so there's no harm in that. Been coasting, you know, chilling. Yeah. Day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute. Catching those virtual ocean breezes, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty whack. I myself have uh, reignited my latent passion for superheroing and superhero things. Um, going back through my Hero Academia season six because you know it's a long one huge fan and uh reading invincible uh it's also a long one huge fan uh invincible season two in july Ooh, okay other than that i i just kind of exist you know play a little la noir spicy Uh, old school old school but Sometimes you press X to doubt, and you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Other times you call someone a fucking liar that killed their wife, and they did not kill their wife. Um, So that's my bad. true. Hey, it's all a part of the job. Like, uh... (laughs) Fuck, what's that movie? I didn't kill my wife! I don't care! Mm, yummy on that one, boss. Uh, 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 don't get that one. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's. I'm holding. I'm holding. It's got Harrison Ford, and there's a guy who didn't kill his wife. I guess that's pretty explanatory. Uh, mm-hmm. uh the fugitive. The fugitive. The fugitive. Mm. It's a movie. It exists. It's better than Avatar 2. But you know, a lot of things are better than Avatar 2. And confirmed. uh, Before we dive into the episode, you you brought this up, so I I, I have a question. Yes. Very fair question, I feel. Do you think Avatar 2 is eligible for the animation Oscars? Um, sorry, say that one more time. You kind of cut out a little on my end. Uh, do you think Avatar two in any movie that's quote unquote live action that's really just ninety five percent CGI that those should be qualified for the animation category and like award ceremonies? I've Would seen you... like animation projects that use like five to ten percent live action shots and. Stuff sometimes. Oh, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with a no on that one and say that that is a special effects department. Yeah, uh, would you consider Space Jam in the same vein as that? Yeah, I mean, most of that movie is taking place in the animated Looney Tunes world. I'm. The um, difference between Space Jam and Avatar is? Uh, I would say the difference between Space Jam and Avatar is that Space Jam is 
actually animated. So Space Jam 2 is not? Space Jam 2 is technically animated using modern methods, but I I think that the difference still lies in the way that CG is done compared to animation. I feel like I feel like there is a distinct difference there and I feel like right. they should be two different categories. Yeah, but no, I mean you're much more artistically the, like, inclined than I am, so I'm more than happy to defer. I mean I like I, I get like why it's not, but I feel like it should be because most of what we're seeing is like drawn or like rendered and then animated to look like it is alive in there like specifically in these in those movies that like that the is the avatar ones now, that is how that, much that, of that animation comes from like that like the capturing like the suits with all the balls on them outside of the blue people i would wager to say not very much uh that's, that's like a lot of the animation though that's uh that's also not a hundred percent true. Uh, a lot of the animals and stuff, they will have somebody in one of those CGI uh, track suits, and they will have them act out the animal bits, and then and then <laughs> record them or like okay. redo them. Well, that's kind of hilarious. No, like it's it's really funny. Those people like, make money though. Uh, yeah, you'd have to pay me a lot to like lay around and like pretend I'm a swimming like fish thing with a dude sitting on my back. If y'all haven't seen it, y'all should look up Benedict Cumberbatch playing Smaug in The Hobbit, um, because he's legit like on all floors, on all fours, and like roaring and and shit like that. And it's it's really funny. It's really funny. That that's a pretty good Acting illustration, I think, for why you why you would clarify or why you would classify Avatar as not necessarily being animated. Well, it's also like. If you consider Avatar animation, then you also start getting into, well, what about Blade Runner, the new one? Because a uh, majority of the backgrounds and stuff, all of that was CG. And, uh... But were, like, the people that were, like, saying the lines also CG? They were not. But with the amount of CG that went into that movie... And then you could also say the same thing for, like, you know... Infinity War and and things like that. Like, there's so much CG that's put into it. And then, uh, Wait, you mean Thanos wasn't actually a big purple guy? I know it's kind of wild, right? <laughs> I, I feel lied to. Like, I just learned the moon landing was fake or something. Well, it's no, also no, no, like uh, it's also like uh, I'm pretty sure like half of the scenes that have Black Panther, uh, the Black Panther suit is is CG and animated, especially these. Yeah, uh, like yeah, there are times where they do real wear the real suit, but a, a lot of it is just special effects. Oh, which that's really that's really the argument that I'm that I'm really bringing up is like how how far can we go with like special effects until it's really just like we're really just animating something else? We're just like, uh, I would definitely say that Avatar and then also James Cameron did Alita Battle Angel. Uh, I would say those two would probably be the closest to being quote unquote animated. Wait, uh, James Cameron did Alita Battle Angel? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. I did I not know James that. That's a fucking shit. No. Oh, that okay, that's okay, that explains why that movie was that's actually kind of good. Sweet. Yeah, that, that, was sweet. that movie was I actually mean, pretty good. 
Have y'all seen the uh, the show that came no. before it? No. Was, I have, I have not, but I've thought about reading the manga. I might, because I, I watched the show, movie. and it, it's shot pretty much the same as the show, um, but they both end at around the same place, so I also want to read the manga, because I'm very curious. Well, I've heard, I've heard talk that James Cameron is working on a Alita Battle Angel 2. Uh, I just yeah. heard that he had to... Because I think Alita was the last thing he worked on before he shifted his focus back to Avatar. Because they had already done a lot of the work for Avatar, but just due yeah, to technology planned before the first one was finished. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they did a lot of the filming and stuff too. Uh, it was just a lot of the technology just wasn't there yet. Um, but I know that now that he's got two finished and they're like basically finishing up the third uh i've heard talk that he's gonna focus back into doing alita battle angel 2 now that's just kind of rumor and speculation but i think it'd be really dope if it came out yeah i'm, I'm here for it definitely really glad it, we got a nice little tangent out of that man on the run joke <laughs> um i guess i guess before we get uh too much further into it I've got yeah. a very special Anabuddies announcement. Drop the bomb, baby. Water, still still mighty dandy. But I did get us a, a sponsor. Uh, my neighbor is a very, very swell guy. Him and, him and his husband be doing all sorts of stuff, and they're both really cool. They're, they're nerdy. They go to a lot of cons. And uh, so I got to talking to him, and so... Uh, I'm going to give them a shout out for our sponsor spot. Uh, they do run a business called Craft Fox Boutique. Uh, you can reach them at craftfoxboutique.com. And they are also on Instagram at craft underscore fox underscore boutique. Um, they specialize in all sorts of things. They mainly do handmade soaps, uh, handmade scents, uh, body butter. They've also gotten into plushies figurines uh apparently they also do fursuit care um so they've got all sorts of really cool things um he's given me all sorts of samples and stuff so uh you know they've got they've got really nice candles that they've given us and we've, we've burned them and really enjoyed them and have actually gone back for more uh they do like a carpet spray so if you've got animals it helps kind of with some of those smells uh and he's really good people um, like I said, they've been, he, he quit his day job and now what he does is he goes to conventions and set up some booths and sells, uh, anime plushies and figures and, you know, his candles and stuff. And, uh, I, I didn't know about the fursuit stuff, but, uh, not terribly surprised cause they told me about how they went to a fursuit convention a couple months ago. Um, but yeah, for all you anime nerds out there, please go check them out. Check out their candles. I can vouch for them. They're really good, and and they're good people. Which uh, which candles your favorite? Because I'm looking at them now, and they all sound really good. Uh, do be a sucker for smells. Let me see. Uh, let's I'm see. Debating on the on the fried fruitios or the blueberry cheesecake mainly. Uh, 
Honestly, I feel like some of the candles he's given me are not actually on the website. So they might be slightly different, but I do want to say that I got the Everglade one at one point, and that one was very good. Okay. Make a nice fresh scent. Let's see. Yeah, because I also knew know that uh, because his candles are handmade, uh, he does seasonal candles as well. And so a lot of the ones that he has given me and Isabel have been like the seasonal ones. Cause I want to say the one he made for winter, I think that one was our favorite. It was like a, it was like a pine something. And, uh, it was, it was really nice. Every, every time we do our like house cleaning on Sundays, uh, we always light up their candles and we'll just have some nice scents in the house and helps the place feel just so much clean. Heck yeah. Uh, I do agree. Uh, house cleaning on Sundays is the day to do it. And uh, and always having a nice clean scent while you clean. This smells the most important part. That's, that's facts. So before you even look around a room, a smell can hit you as the door's opening. So keep that in mind, dudes. Um, that being said, not only can you reach the kind folks at Craftbox Boutique, you can also reach us and buddies on our Discord, or possibly still on Twitter. I don't know. Are are we done with Elon yet? I was gonna say I know I know that I have not been uh, on I the mean, Twitter, so I don't know if y'all still are. I mean, I do post our episodes and get yeah. memes from there, but besides that, I'm think I'm. I'm in the process of starting to live a more healthy lifestyle, and I feel like I'm not going to be on Twitter. Well, you know, don't tweet about your healthy lifestyle. Live your healthy lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. I'm too uh, tired of feeling out do, of shape and like shit. Yeah, do drop into the Discord and talk about your healthy lifestyle. I, I'd like to hear it so I can live vicariously through you. <laughs> I, I went out and played some basketball by myself for like hour earlier today it felt pretty Heck good yeah. wow even if you're just putting up shots you know it it comes from your core up as long as you keep your whole body engaged through it it's it's a good full workout it, you know you don't have was. to be sprinting uh neato neato um i'm not going to talk about ja morant i'm going to get us into the episode now but uh fuck that guy um we are here to talk about a sports anime that is also a mecha anime because it is a sport where you fight to the death of your mecha. Uh, so it's New Century. Pretty sweet. Depends on the battle mode. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, speaking of battle modes, we got a really weird one for this. The manga started coming out the anime aired initially uh and they just kind of ran alongside each other until they both ended in the same like middle part of the same year they started interesting so i i don't even know how you go about like doing that like is the manga adapted from the anime or does the manga get written and just released after the episodes i uh 
I'm says it's curious. based on the uh, based on the anime. Okay. And then uh, just features little bits well, of the team. That's pretty neat. Um, I'm probably not going to read the manga on account of the animation being one of the biggest sells. Uh, speaking of True, animation, they, they did nail. They actually nailed it. Yeah, for real. Speaking of animation, Studio Zebek, they they get me. They get me in so many ways. Uh, not only did they did they give us this beautiful sports mecha anime, but they also brought us the the beautiful Two Love Rue, and uh, the soon to be beloved Kaijo. Uh, we don't talk about the Pokemon movie. Uh, it looks like they also did Love Hina. Yeah, they they did some Mega Man too. That was big. Oh, they did the OG Shaman King. Oh, okay, no, topical. Hello. Okay, okay. I can I can uh, see it. Yeah, it's it's a studio. It's a studio. They they got some bangers in there. They've done a lot of mech anime. So, you know, I, I might I might pivot and. Check out some of their later mech anime, seeing as they've had plenty of practice. Um, but I feel like they're not a not as big of a name as some of the other ones that we you know foam at the mouth over and suckle at the teat of. I would like so. to say just just scrolling through this, they don't have a single show for an eight. So I think it's because all they make the <laughs> shows. That's, they they just make shows that you're you're not you're not mad at, but you're not like that's like right in my Q zone of things that are <laughs> perfectly in the range of being called underrated when you fall in love with them, but are probably just just aptly rated. Like like two love yeah, and Keijo are both at a six point nine, and I think that is acceptable for both. That is very nice. If if we're being real, they are, uh, they are, but don't, don't flip <laughs> that because I will cry. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll blurt, I'll, I'll bleep out the, the, and that uh, one for you. You're a hero. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. Um, that being said, we, uh, we're getting into the Zoids, but what, what about you guys? Did you get into the Zoids before? We got into the Zoids? I got into the Zoids, mainly this one, every night before bedtime. <laughs> for, for a long time, and it was very nice yeah. uh, seeing the show that I only vaguely remember. Yeah. So, it was pretty wow. lit. That's, uh, wow, that's kind of, that's kind of strange. Uh, I'm, I'm the odd one out. I have no prior experience with this. I have no idea what this is. I mean, I've heard the name Zoids before, but, uh, I don't know why, but little childhood me thought that was Voltron. And, uh, you know, you know, cause there's, there's Voltron there, there's power Rangers. There was, uh, there was, uh, Oh God, what was it? It was, uh, well, you think about that. Allow me ah. to, uh, to kind of parse this one. Subway sharks, subway sharks. Anyone? Is that the one I've been thinking of for like a year and a half, but I couldn't put a name on it. The the six sharks, I believe it's called Subway Sharks. Shark. Oh, that's what, show. That's that's what it is. Uh, Something with like 
half mechanical sharks. sharks and like dinosaurs. Uh, no. I was thinking of street sharks. Nope, this is a different street, thing. Street, street sharks is pretty cool. No, this might be the thing. Hold on. I feel like Big Slamu is a name that I remember. <laughs> Big Slamu. Yeah, this went hard, though. Sorry. Oh, I don't know if this is the one, oh, but it's very it close to it. I can watch it on Amazon, bro. The Extreme Dinosaurs? Thank you, Bezos. Alright, yeah, it might have been Extreme Dinosaurs is the one I was thinking of. I'm glad that's out of my brain now. Oh, I'm gonna go ins- I'm gonna go insane because there was there's cubics and then there's another CW anime where the robots were like had in- interchangeable pieces. The main robot was like yellow and humanoid. God Oh shit. Battle Beat em up. Uh why do I remember extreme dinosaurs now? What the fuck? No, no that's a different uh, one. No, that was cobalt blue or whatever. Shit. I remember which one you're talking about. He I, was I yellow say it was like, and he had like blue LED eyes. Yeah, and like uh it uh there's like a game I remember I had some of the toys for it. it, it I wanna say it was like by a watch. I wanna say it was like mega something. But that, I don't know if that's right. Was it was it CW Kids or was it? It was Metabots uh, with a D. <gasps> Metabots with a D. Yes, yes, that's what it was. That's what God. it was. This is what this episode's all about: reliving our childhood mech memories. <laughs> mech memories. Mech memories. Also, uh, I just I just got to share. Uh, I just Googled Metabots. And yeah. I, I looked at images, and the first thing that popped up is a Berserk Guts anime mouse pad where his pecs are the wrist rest. I just, I felt like I needed to share that with y'all. I couldn't Jeez. be the only one to experience this. I, that's, that's the mouse pad everyone needs. All right. Are we <laughs> watching Metabots next week? <laughs> no, uh, we're, we're watching Depression. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing like sad robots. Sad robots all the way. Let's go. Um, but this week, no room for sadness. Too much pog, too much action. Uh, we too have much telling your boss you're not doing your job unless you're paid more money. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> based. Uh... God, Brad's so based. Brad is based. Uh, that's why he gets the, uh, that's why he gets the girl in the end. The, uh, the southern drawl having kind of cave woman dressing uh, dinosaur piloting sniper lady the redheads yeah. always always the redheads they're always crazy and you just you can't say no i get it but to be fair that's actually a solid ship dude for real it fits it fits i wish they would have had like Kind of a little more of a delay on that, though. Maybe wait until after he gets a unique mech instead of just, you know, command wolfing it. No, I just wish they would have had, like, uh, more interaction in this series. (laughs) More than, like, twice? (laughs) It was literally the, like, episode she was there, and they were like, hmm, you're kind of cute. 
Oh, you're kind of cute. I like the way you fight. I like the way you fight. You want to kiss? Maybe later. (laughs) You know, that's why I ship uh, Harry and the Lightning Sisters. (laughs) Oh. Because in their very, very brief interaction, uh, he was... No, 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 no. I I ship Harry and Lena. Dude, that's gonna work out that's dude tries so hard he deserves whatever he wants it's like and also harry is the type of guy to simp for makima and lena is just a little bit like less like she doesn't hide it as well as makima less severe less severe but she will still stomp on you and take your money yeah that's the dream that, uh, that's that's all harry wants <sighs> that being said this uh this anime basically boils down to uh if Voltron wasn't allowed to combine and Voltron had to fight against other unassembled Voltrons. Uh super cool 3 on 3 mecha battles, sometimes 2 on 2, uh sometimes 2 on 3, other times like 50 on 3. <laughs> um you know, in the end it doesn't really matter as long as the judge is cool with it. No matter what kind of a judge they are, um, yeah, I feel like I feel like they had uh, the different codes for any kind of any kind of match imaginable. Yeah, some people probably just gravitated towards like the simple ones because you know I'm here for a fucking fight. I'm here for the prize money. Yeah, dude, for real. Uh, you don't pay me, I don't play. You know, I've been uh, I've been winning a lot of our matches lately. I, I feel like I should get a bigger share. Yeah. Uh, it's something we can talk about after you've settled your debt. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. It's uh in terms of actual story, we get some at the beginning where uh a match is lost because some greedy little grubber is uh sneaking around stealing scraps. And then that greedy little grubber befriends a sentient mecha that nobody else thought to try and befriend, even though they've specifically mentioned it being temperamental. Uh, all it took was like a single compliment, and he <laughs> air quotes stole it, or was stolen by it. Uh, came back in the nick of time, big time W. Um, they they grow together as mech and man. They grow together as a team blitz. Uh, we get Wild Eagle. We get Shadow Fox. We get uh, an upgraded mecha that's basically the same as the first mecha. Just a thing that exists to shoot a bunch of missiles and then die in every mecha. <laughs> but at least it's a cooler shape now. Um... And then in the end, you know, we've met some rivals, we've met some friends, but most importantly, we take down the other Ultimate X as a team. Um, oh, oh. And then we get a giant dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, the backdraft group is kind of fucked, but at the same time, they're, they're on to something. I mean, outside of when they challenge Team Blitz, it seems like they always win. So, 
maybe they just plan around that going forward. You know, when they find their <laughs> next ultimate X after years and years of searching. Um, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Uh, any any particular highlights you really want to, you know, grab the joystick of and manipulate in such a way that it makes the uh, giant animal respond? Uh, I'll 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 go first so that so that our buddy Alex can end on a high note. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna. I I, I don't know the the CGI the CGI held up really well. Uh, that was something that I was really surprised with um now some of some of the cgi battle effects on the other hand uh maybe not maybe not as much but the mechas mechas look clean i do have some qualms about the reusing like the blatant reusing of some scenes as b-roll basically (laughs) but you know it it was Uh, yeah you know you gotta you gotta save a little budget for how much you spend it on that cgi mech yeah, for real. Yeah, back then it was expensive as fuck. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, there, there actually were a few notable things that I actually marked down. Um, some of them were some of those one-liners in the first couple of episodes that hit me, and they were such gold. And I really looked forward to more of them throughout the series, only to be severely let down. They ran but out of ideas. I- but like, like, they had one that was just wild, and I can't wait to share. What was it? The one of the ones was uh was uh when they're talking, and she's just like back off, Baldy Locks. <laughs> that was uh that was a good one. That one that one made me pause what I was doing and be like, wait a second, what? <laughs> that one made me check my hairline. I <laughs> uh, Baldy Locks. The um, other the other one was when they're. Uh, they're messing with, uh, they meet, uh, what's his name? Mr. Blue Nose. Uh, Jack, right? Jack, Jack, yeah, Jack, Jack, Jack Sisko down no, from Frisco. Jack, Se- Jack Septic Guy. Oh, he's not uh, Irish. Oh, he's not? <laughs> so I'm really bad at accents. No, no, you're thinking of Jack Black. Is this not an Irish accent? <laughs> But uh, in the in the episode, you meet him, and everybody's coming up trying to buy his services, and uh, they're trying to pay for me. He's just like, nah, nah. And then uh, he like makes them draw the card, and that line where he goes, "If you ain't got luck, I don't want to know ya." Yes. That shit almost made me spit out my drink because uh, it was—it's so good. It was so love, funny. I did love that he hit him with the "If you have to ask, you can't afford it." It's yeah. true, though. <laughs> true though. Uh, and I think the only other like memorable line is when they're fighting like the street gang, and he goes, "This will learn you for messing with us." <laughs> and I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm here for it." <laughs> yeah. Um, mine was a uh, from Lena. It was during like their um, summer vacation episode. They were about to go swimming, and she like they're all like running to the pool, and she says, "The last one in." Rotten drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, uh, I, like, I think I missed that one. <laughs> what? I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, what? This is a children's show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Another but, one I really liked was uh, Jamie going completely unconscious in the cockpit as he's like spiraling to his death, and then everybody's bro, frantically Wild calling, Eagle says. and he's just Jamie's not here right now. You're talking to Wild <laughs> Eagle. So uh, my 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 notes for that episode is uh, was was bro became his dead dad, dude. Honestly, I thought he was gonna disassociate and just like answer as his dad's name. But it, it then, was even better. And then you find out his dad's not even dead. And I was just <laughs> like, bro, what even just happened? Like, I'm so confused. I told you he crashed. <laughs> God. He out here channeling the spirits. <laughs> the wild eagle is so good. How like, could you I live he with a coach like that for so long? His young dad is miserable. <laughs> Oh man. Um uh, anything else you you, you want to say? Um I, I really, really like the uh the Shadow Fox episode where it's just like, we'll pay you more money to join the backdraft group. And Brad's just like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, that was uh, uh that was kind of funny, and then he just takes off with her Zoid. Yeah, I, I get it was a yeah, whole boy, but also just how how ready he was to just accept yeah, that offer? Like he was waiting yeah. on it. He's all about the money, but also he infiltrated a whole facility solo. <laughs> how, how cold is that? The guy is too like, good at what he does. He unreasonably good. Um, but no, something uh, something that I do like. I think that this is a great show to start off uh, March Mechamania because it has literally everything every mech show like has uh, we have robots we have a protagonist that you know we have a happy-go-lucky we can do anything protagonist we've got a reasonable group of side characters we've got a shady group of old men that are always fucking with you in some way that you know show up in the first half of the show you know they're there but then you never actually see them again till the end of the show and they don't do anything they're just there uh, to tell off the guy that got beat yeah, we, we have an OP that, though, could possibly be better, does grow on you to, like, actually slap. And then we have an ending that's like, what the fuck's going on right now? Like, where is this information? What the fuck's this black box thing? Why is this kid insane? <laughs> um, and then we have, an, we have an epic fight, and then we have an ending where the, where the hero rides off on his own. It's literally, it, it is such a mech show. And I wasn't expecting like how mech really gonna be um, for it again, literally being a children's show. Uh, um, that's fair. That's fair. The whole thing was pretty meta. Uh, yeah, it was. It was so good, and they had some really good robot designs. Some of them, mainly Shadow Fox. I do. So Shadow clean. Fox is it's so clean. It's so good. I really like the Elephander too. Yes. It, you could really tell which ones are like, we want to sell these toys. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they even very specifically made a red Liger just so they could have a red Liger. Apparently, it's it has a counterpart in Zoid's Chaotic Century. Oh? But I can't, like, find that show. <laughs> But I also like I don't know how hard I want to look for it. That's fair. That's fair. 
Um, one of the other uh, one of the other things that I thought was definitely noteworthy that actually took me a hundred percent off guard and gave me that one hundred percent nostalgia flashback is uh, when they first meet the kid that is that is working for the uh, the enemy organization and they're playing video games when they're in the video game hall. All that music is Galaga. And uh, as a kid growing up uh, on the PS1, Galaga is one of those games I played thousands of times over and over. And uh, I I never would say that I was any good at it because, you know, I was a wee little child. But uh, hearing the music and the sound effects, like almost teleported me back in time. It was uh, it it was insane, and I was kind of surprised that they even had like the rights to use that music. Maybe it had been around long enough that it entered public domain. I could I could possibly see that. I don't Speaking know. Of public uh, domain. Mickey Mouse is on his way there. Just saying. No, he's not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, never. He's never getting there. <laughs> hey, man, don't, don't, don't mess with the mouse. We, uh, if, if by we, some miracle that happens, I will do an entire fucking podcast in a, my stupid, terrible Mickey Mouse voice. Dude, if Mickey Mouse goes into public domain, the world is on fire. <laughs> I don't know. Disney. Apparently, Disney might have their hands full with Florida right now. That place I is mean, whack. I mean, they can just buy the state. I mean, they probably could. They could just blow up their park and move to, like, another state. All they have to do is pay Newsmax and Ben Shapiro enough to be like, all right, explain to them from a capitalist (laughs) viewpoint why it would be good for us to buy the state of Florida. Amen. And they'll do it. It it will trickle down to all the Florida residents. See, I don't even necessarily think they need to buy the state of Florida. Uh, Did either of y'all ever watch Metalocalypse on Adult Swim? (laughs) Yes. So there's every, an, every every now and then, yeah. There's there's an episode where the state of Florida elects Metalocalypse as the like state governors, even though they weren't like on the ballot or anything. <laughs> Get Mickey Mouse elected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Florida people will just be like, "Yo, Disney's doing really good. Yo, let's let's vote in Walt Disney." Wait, Walt Disney's dead? Or this weekend at okay, bro, just 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 all of Disney, Disney Corp. Let's go. Can a company run on the ballot if the if the general population writes them in to a large enough degree? I don't know anything about corpo humanization, I think is the word. But there are some instances where a corporation can identify as a like as a human or as an individual for the purposes of like documentation. Interesting. That sounds like some hella tax loopholes. It is. It for sure is. Real people are allowed to represent the collective of a business. So one person, I guess, could sign for Nestle or whatever on buying property, I guess, is the Oh, uh, okay. The whole like higher ups. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. 
So maybe not as malignant as it sounds initially, but still kind of fucked up because, you know. Yeah. But probably not as fucked up as uh, leaving your team that you've been on for years because the new kid on the block's better than you. Honestly? <laughs> Can we be real? Uh, bitch just, move. Amen. Just amen. bench Lena. Amen. Amen. <laughs> if, if you the star player and you got a, you got some fresh young blood coming up, outshining you, you just, you just hang that head in shame and walk away so that you can better yourself and move on. Cause, uh, you not the fan favorite no more. You've been, you've been got. Inversely, you could be Ben Simmons and fake mental illness to try and collect a paycheck despite not even showing up at practices. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you could pull a Kobe and in your off time, go learn a dance and then bring that to your Zoid battles oh, to, then best, to then best the new player. Speaking of learning dances, your boy knows how to bust out the gritty now. I had Yo. some time at work today. <laughs> Let's go. So I'm um, saving that for my sister's wedding this fall. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. perfect. Yeah, I yeah, thought so I, I better have at least something in the bag. Yeah, you got to interrupt her first dance with it. <laughs> Rebecca and whatever his name is having their first dance. Joe having their first dance. We'd like to invite all the other couples to the floor. Then mom and dad on each side come out and they're slow dancing. And then I come out and I don't have a partner with me because nobody in their right mind would be would want to be seen with me when I'm about to do this. And then but you look so serious and so and then fly. We hit it. And then we hit it. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a good way not to get invited to the second wedding. <laughs> the second wedding. I was gonna say this is like the SNL skit where <laughs> you've seen their second wife in the future. So uh speaking of SNL and weddings, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh have either of y'all seen uh Andy Sandberg's movie uh on on Hulu called uh what is it, Palm Springs, I believe? But I'm gonna watch it now. Not now, now, but yeah, it came. It, it came out in 2020, and uh, the plot is Andy Samberg is uh, at this resort for a wedding, and he gets caught in a time loop, so he just does whatever he wants, and uh, it's actually pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good time travel movie. Matt, I know you don't like the time travel, but uh, so like it's not. Time travel, it's just Groundhog Day. Uh, kinda, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, kinda, yeah. I don't know. Well, it, don't it's know. like it's like Groundhog Day until he starts pulling other people into the Groundhog Day. Oh, other people get caught in the loop? Shit, I don't know. So I'm still he, gonna uh, watch it, but I'm less ecstatic. It's, uh... It was it was pretty funny. It, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. I do like Andy Samberg. I'll get down with it. Yeah, he pretty funny and like definitely the beginning of the movie when because uh, it, it doesn't initially follow his point of view. 
so it's kind of just showing him at the wedding and he shows up and uh he's like fucking trash just comes up he's just like yeah i don't really give a fuck like uh you know, he he just kind of walks up and takes the mic and gives a best man speech. And uh, it's he's just not re- like part of the wedding party. He's just a dude at the wedding. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, <laughs> and uh, like in the beginning, you're kind of like, bro, what what is going on? And then as you learn more, you're like, oh, oh, that's why he just straight doesn't give a fuck because he's done this like hundreds of thousands <laughs> of times. Uh, it was a good movie, though. It was fun. It was enjoyable. Funny dude. I'll look into it for sure. Um, speaking of funny little dudes, uh, did you guys have some favorite characters? Did you want to reveal um, some favorite characters or guess some favorite characters? I don't have a favorite character. But uh, I, my favorite bit was that they refused to draw Harry's eyes evenly. You look like a Rick and Morty <laughs> character. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if y'all uh, noticed this, but I, I, like after I came came on episodes twice, I was like, why, are he, why does he look so weird? So I like paused it and like looked at this. So his eyes just aren't even. Like I, I couldn't unsee it in every scene. It's either it's either the pupil or like the eye like size. It's so funny, and they they really did him so dirty. I never noticed um, it until you mentioned it in the Discord, but yeah, oh my god. I just thought he had the best name. So, it kid me actually thought he was like the champion because they were called <laughs> the champ team. And Not like that. now, as an adult, I'm like, oh, because his name's Harry Champ. What the fuck, Matthew? <laughs> but I thought it was like a really, really big deal that that a bit beat him in the Liger. And turns it was out, a big deal. Turns out he was just riding in Bits Wake the entire way up. uh yeah uh you live and you learn i i I could see where that mix-up comes from but at the same time i feel like oh they're the champ team and then uh they don't win a single game ever i'd be like yeah they're they're also very quick to call him harry champ because he refers to himself in the third person (laughs) so like as as all heroes do yeah, like they they throw it right in your face. They're, you shouldn't be making the mistake unless you're a dumb, impressionable child, like I was. Hey, Amen. That's what this show is geared towards. For real, five-year-old me probably had like multiple aneurysms, <laughs> just waiting for the next episode of Zoid's New Century. Now, that's so. You know, that's that's so. He gets it on autoplay on Nine Anime. <laughs> what? What did this even air on? When we uh, were kids. It was on Cartoon Network, I think. JetX. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was going to say, because like, there ain't no way. If it was on Cartoon Network, I would have at least seen this show. But JetX. Yeah, no, I it probably. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. Cartoon okay, Network okay. is probably running like the Transformers animated series. Hey, yo. Uh, I think they were, yeah. The Transformers, the animated series, the... Uh, I, I want to say newer, but at this point, it's probably not the newest. So uh, it feels kind of weird saying that. But uh, is it the one with all the tiny transformers that are like human sized. Uh, maybe like a little pink helicopter that attaches onto Optimus Prime's back. 
It's uh, was it was it the O seven series? Maybe I don't know the one where Starscream switches sides like four times. Ooh, Ooh it was the O seven series. Yeah. It definitely had the best artwork. Yeah, that's the good one. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember a whole lot about the plot, but I just remembered the art for that was top tier. I very distinctly and specifically remember a bit with like a double agent motorcycle. I remember uh, that bit. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool. He like stabbed himself in the emblem and then said, I'm a Decepticon now. <laughs> Why'd you stab yourself? You could have just said, I'm a Decepticon now. But nah, I man. had to stab the Autobots. Yeah, he can't, he, can't, he can't have the emblem no more. He lost it. It's like when you get like branded by your fraternity and then you turn like 50 and you realize you've never talked to any of your fraternity brothers in like 30 years. <laughs> probably <laughs> time to probably time to scratch that one out. Bro, don't almost call on my dad like that. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, Pops. Uh, okay, so also speaking of JetX, did either of y'all watch Super Robot Monkey Team Hyper Force Go? I was yes, just I, yes, talking about that yes. in the Discord, I think. No, I was Yo. talking about Samurai Pizza Cats in the Discord, but also yes, <laughs> that too. Uh, I, I've I've kind of been thinking lately. I don't know if uh, if we should do it or if maybe it just needs to be its own separate entity, but I've kind of been thinking about doing Western cartoons, at least some of those, those old school flashback ones. Yeah, we could. Uh, I just, okay. Okay. Bet, bet. Then uh, maybe next go around when I make the list, maybe, uh, maybe I'll throw in like one or one or two of those just for old time's sake. I'll pitch another one in and then we can make a little theme thing out of it. Like we have our March Mechamania. Hell yeah. yeah. Nostalgia November. Yo, I'm down. I'm down. It's real. Yeah, I, I'm sold. So, I don't know what I'm going to pick, but looking at Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go, it's it's got me thinking. And I'm, spoilers, we're probably going to cut this bit, but uh, I might do Teen Titans. Ooh, the OG Teen Titans? Like, uh, Teen Titans, not very... Teen Titans Go. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Uh, it. it uh, so I was talking about Teen Titans at work and Teen Titans Go at work. And mm-hmm. uh, I started going on my spiel about how Teen Titans Go killed Cartoon Network. And uh, definitely the, part of it. The kids at work. Uh, you know, they were the ones growing up during that time period, and they're like, "I love Teen Titans Go." I was no. like, "I was like, did you really?" And they're like, no. "Yeah, like like little five year old me fucking loved that show. It was oh. so good." And yeah, I was their, their sense of humor is shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I was kind of like, "See, this is this is where we have issues." And they're like, "But think about it. You know, I was a little five year old kid. They, they it wasn't geared towards adults." And I was like, "Yeah, that's true. But you weren't old enough to know that Cartoon Network used to be geared towards older kids." And speaking uh, of older kids, Dragon Booster! Dragon Booster? Why does that sound familiar? It's from Jetix! What in the world? <laughs> yeah, not. Nah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I don't know about all this. Yeah, it's, it's Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. 
Oh, I was, I was actually going to say Pokemon Scarlet Violet Joke earlier. I meant to say oh. when Tristan said the uh, the ana- the battle animation effects, not so much. I was like, oh my god! In my head, I was like, you know, they're about as good as the Pokemon ones. I'm I'm reliving so many <laughs> memories right now through Dragon Booster and like Spider Riders. Okay, you you, you want to know my OG Mech anime that, that got Rider. me? Actually, I'm I'm gonna say two of them. The OG OG, the one I remembered watching as a kid, like every morning while eating cereal at the breakfast table, was uh was Beast Wars. Transformers Beast Wars. Did y'all ever watch that? Uh, that's like bit. the arc they're getting into with the Michael Bay movies, isn't it? With like the, uh, the Transformer animal dinosaur shits? Uh possibly. I don't uh I don't know. I just remembered that the CGI used for that show was like nightmare fuel. Oh my god. It like like uh here, let it me looks uh looks like it was rendered on a PlayStation 1. Uh you know, possibly and then copy pasted to a TV. Yeah, yeah. Um I remembered like the plot was pretty good, but I just remembered like watching the actual animation and watching them transform into whatever animals, and I just like like I wouldn't say that it scarred me, but it definitely made a lasting impression because whenever people try and talk about bad CG, I always want to be like, you don't know what bad CG is because like Beast Wars is, it, it might've been good for the time, but it still is just. Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure I ever watched Beast Wars, but I definitely had some Beast Wars toys. Interesting. I feel like I, I watched very much remember this leopard fucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vitor, yeah. Vitor, what a name! And Jesus uh, I, Christ, I remember the spider lady was. Uh, she was pretty cool. Um, I mean, spider ladies are normally pretty. Cool. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. And then the other. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, say a thing. I was just no, no. segue us back in. But oh well, I was gonna go off on my other my other yeah, mecha yeah. childhood. Megas XLR. Did y'all ever watch that one? That is not. Yes, that's the one where they were like junkyard people and the robot had like a stereo on it, right? Wait, yeah. I do know this. So uh, yeah, why so, do I know this? So the, the premise is there's a guy that's going through the junkyard and the junkyard owner's like, yeah, anything of that, that pile of $5. And he finds a fucking Mecca without a head. And he's just like, anything in this pile is $5, right? And he's like, yeah. So he buys the Mecca and like puts a, a hot rod car for the head and they just like fight aliens. And uh, it's, it's one of the best like childhood shows ever. It was so good. Oh, this is so weird. Why do I remember <laughs> this? But like, I, like, I remember the voice. It had an incredible voice cast, especially for that time period. But I don't remember anything else. Just like sounds. So uh, the 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 sidekick for that show was voiced by the same guy that did Spike Spiegel. <laughs> they also Ooh. have their own weeby kid named Jamie. That's pretty neat. Except except their Jamie is like little emo boy, little little scrawny emo boy with like the lip piercing. Is uh, it was a good time. <laughs> God, this this episode's bringing out all kinds of things in me. Hey, that's yeah. what we're here for, the nostalgia factor. For real, I, I didn't think know I would who do I was before. Next door. 
Oh, that'd be a good one. I thought you were going to say Code Lyoko, and that'd be another good one. It's either it's either Codename Pits Next Door or the one I posted because I remember watching this show, but I don't like remember it enough to say I remember yes. the show. Um, I maybe. Uh, so I did actually watch Obon, um, but uh, I did not watch it as a kid. It was one of those things mm-hmm. that, as an uh, when I was more adult, I watched it because um, I remember especially around that time I was really, really big into animation, but not as much anime animation, but Western animation. Although Obon, I think technically is French. Um, yeah, it's French. mega sad too. Uh, I, I remember it being dramatic and heavy. Uh, m- not necessarily sad, but I just remembered being like, yo, this is kind of heavy for a quote-unquote kids cartoon. Um, but that was a good one. I've actually got that one on my, my external hard drive that I can uh, pull up. <laughs> Hell yeah. About it. I'm about it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, to tie things back into uh, where we were, why don't we... Uh... Oban Star Racer oh. our way back to uh, talking about our favorite characters. So, I would w- I personally would say the Wild Eagle if the Wild Eagle was our <laughs> character. Because J- Jamie's a good boy, but the Wild Eagle is, is something else. He, he The Wild Eagle is the only person more goatier than Brad. Alex. The, the Wild uh, Eagle lives in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I just gotta go almost get in a plane crash. <laughs> All you gotta do is plummet at the ground at terminal velocity. It's like two steps. Blackout from the G forces, awaken as someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe also, not even, you know, hope that you were plummeting not because your vehicle was completely disabled, but just for dramatic effect. Truly, truly. Just, I, I had to let them think they had a chance. Yeah, you know, before <laughs> Wild Eagle takes over. Um, speaking of taking over, uh, Tristan, what do you think? Uh, uh, so initially I was going to go with Brad, uh, just cause I, God, what was it? There was, there was another episode highlight where, uh, he was like, Brad, are you going to come help me? And he's like, is there any money involved? And he's like, nah. And he's like, nah, why would I help you? Like, there's no money involved. Like, nah. Wasn't it one of the first fights against the backdraft group? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it was like 50 on one, and they were constantly breaking like a <laughs> string of rules, and Brad's just chilling. Yeah. Uh, I thought that shit was hella funny, and I was like, yo, I think I think props for uh, possible best character. And then uh, I ain't even gonna lie, I got kind of jaded when um, the backdraft group was like, hey, we'll pay you more if you want to come pilot this. And he was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got you. Like no no second thoughts, no hesitation. I was like, bro, you've been with this with 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 this group for so long and you're just gonna like stone cold, like, nah, all for the money. Yeah, let's go. Uh kind of tell us to South Beach. Kinda kinda got me jaded. So uh I'm actually gonna go with the enemy judge robot because I don't know <laughs> why, but they were always just pretty funny. Like so they were complete they're... bias at all. <laughs> they were very funny. Um, how about you, Matt? Because I, I want to say something about the robots. I forgot to bring it up during our review. 
section. You know, this is going to be a little bit of a curveball, but uh, I think it's Benjamin, the, uh, the robot who could feel love. <laughs> Let's go. He breaks all the convention, nor- all the <laughs> conventional norms. Not only does he feel love, but he feels pain in his heart when he's rejected. He he will he will find that judge again. Who deserves it? it? Plus, you know he's part of the, the champ team, so he must be uh, a champion. Obviously, he's he, as as shown. He's actually the glue that holds the champ team together because it's not Jonathan, and <laughs> Harry's Jonathan's too incompetent. A pile of fucking bolts. They replaced him with Jack Septicai. <laughs> <laughs> so. But they kept Benjamin. Like Benjamin's good. That episode was actually so good, except for the literal ear screeching microphone peak when the the <laughs> robots are screaming at the end. It's like yeah. I get it; they're robots. It would be metallic, but holy fuck! I was listening with headphones in. It's a hard one. It takes some liberties with the sound here and there, but uh, you know, it happens. Uh, yeah, but um, oh, but but Benjamin said something. He was like, "I don't care." If she's mass produced, she's special to me. And that's that's facts. You know, sometimes, you know, a person may like seem like basic or whatever, but if they're special to you, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. And that that doesn't just apply to people, that applies to everything. Much like uh my guy Joe from Skate, you know, dating is about how you feel. It is. He said skating is about how you feel. Man, I can't wait for more skate. For real, I didn't think we'd be getting a part two, but I'm so glad. Uh, it's it's going to be good. Um, Skate being my favorite anime, probably, maybe, possibly up there. Uh, did you guys have some favorite mechas? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I honestly liked... Um, Gosh, why am I forgetting its name? The 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 final robot that Sussy Kid drove. That one was actually pretty clean looking. And then Shadow Fox, obviously, that thing's clean as hell. Yeah, I I, I think I gotta go with the one that the the kid piloted for the uh the the back. Yeah, the yeah. jury. Yeah, the that one uh that one was really cool, and then I liked the the color palette. Yeah, hmm. I thought it was Honestly, a little bit of an asshole that they gave him multiple particle cannons. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you know they had one on their base. <laughs> but you know, I guess they didn't give it to the Berserk Fury. It it had them before they found him. Um, I uh, I'm I'm pretty fond of the Liger Zero. But honestly, I'm gonna say the Elephander. It's just super neat. Plus, I like it's that so big. the guy modified its little snoot. Fair, oh. and it's it's the one of the only Zoids capable of on the Liger Zero. Oh, Berserk yeah. Fury is what it was called. Yeah, it's uh, uh, that big shield uh, reminded me of the uh, of the carrier shield. When, uh, what's his face? Uh, Tauros and, uh, Leon, the rival, uh, mm. had their, like, 
big mecha showdown and he just sat there with the shield up laughing. Dude 100% plays stall on ladder. <laughs> Yo. Hey man, don't Sometimes. be hate stall. Fuck you. <laughs> I respect I, it. Like I'm I'm a cheese lord myself, but you know, sometimes I want to draw 50 cards and it's hard to do that. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm over here with Pokemon brain. I'm like, don't hate me. I don't sometimes know. So, I'm sometimes I gotta bust out the mushroom. Right now, but I get it. Things happen. Sometimes Amoongus just has to has to switch in real quick. That's okay. You know. But what if they gave something with Spore also prankster? They, I mean, Whimsicott has Prankster and Sleep Powder, no? Yeah, it does. It doesn't have Spore, though. It is I mean, Sleep Powder, so, so you could miss. Is like 45 accuracy, which is kind of big, but you can go wide lens. And then I think it's like 60% accuracy? Yeah, but that, it's, it's still just not as good as like Amoongus or Toad's, Toad's Squirrel. I mean, those both get spore. I mean, Toad Scroll's held back by its ability, but you know, this also isn't a Pokemon podcast. Typing, but we don't, plenty of ice to go around. Yeah, 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 exactly. Plenty of ice to go around. I will say though, uh, Sarah, kind of a baddie. That's all yeah. I have to say. All I have to say. Both, she is literally a baddie. She's also a. Is she Vega's mom, or is she just like his boss? Um. Uh, it, it was so vague. I, I feel like, like his boss that he wants to be his mom. I or his no, boss that acts I feel like, like his mom, but he doesn't like, want her to be his mom. I think that's what it is. Because uh, there's a couple of times where she like, oh, here, let me help you. He's like, no, no, don't, no. You, you treat me like the other people. She's like, I do treat you like the other people. I just figured it'd be more convenient, you know, if I help you right here, right now. And he's like, oh, fine, you know. Very, very, very kid-like, but... Yeah, uh, I guarantee you when he loses his Game Boy, she finds it in his room for him. Most Bro. definitely. Most definitely. Ever found my Game Boy in Australia? I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Oh, you got something you need to unpack there? <laughs> it's it's my own fault, bro. It's my own fault. This, this is a... Oh my gosh. Story time about Alex's life. I was a... Please. I went to Australia on like a student trip one year because I I did well in school and like passed a bunch of interview processes and stuff. Right. Um. So we went to Australia and at this hotel, I was already, I was like as antisocial as I normally am, like as an eleven year old. So this wasn't very good. And I was a weird kid, so like I already didn't have friends. Um. So I was like playing my Game Boy and stuff mainly. And at the hotel that I ended up losing my Game Boy at, the day we got there, I shit my pants. It's a whole story. Um, Damn. Then, then tried to wash those pants in the bathtub because I had like one of the packets that said, oh, use it in the bathtub. Ruined the bathtub for my other two roommates that I had not <laughs> talked to at all on this trip. At all. Um, had to like walk alone to dinner um, with one of the... Uh, one of the teachers that was there. It was an awful time, um, like socially. And then as we were leaving, I like go to pull up my Game Boy like on the on the bus to the airport and it's not fucking there. 
I was like, oh shit. No wonder then, Australia used to be a prison colony. Right? And sounds then, like hell. Then we had one more stop, which was the Great Barrier Reef, and I didn't have a bathing suit, so I couldn't even like go scuba diving there. I, I literally sat sat on a boat and ate like shitty shitty food. <laughs> you didn't just wear the pants that you already ruined? No. <laughs> they were packed up. <laughs> It was like one oh, of the very last things we were doing. It was like, it was like, I I really did it to myself. Mine's mine's much less bad than that. My parents took me and my sisters to Hawaii when I was like twelve because they wanted to get their vows renewed, and <laughs> we were on our way to the airport and stopped at a parking garage to uh, to go eat at an Outback Steakhouse. And after we ate at the Outback Steakhouse, we came back to the car and there was no luggage. What? Yeah. Y'all, y'all got, y'all got, y'all got got? Yeah. As Dang! A kid, as a kid, I was readily forming conspiracies that the, uh, that the parking garage attendant is the one who jacked us. <laughs> that is the most likely suspect. It, it wouldn't surprise me. Very conveniently, the camera on that floor wasn't working, and it would take another week to get the footage from their like hard and, drive because their manager wasn't there. I don't and know. most crimes are crimes of convenience. So, I was a kid. I didn't need too much nuance. I, I saw some patterns. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing, but there are patterns everywhere. Everywhere, even in the chemtrails. <laughs> Especially in the chemtrails. Thought I didn't accidentally say chemtrails. <laughs> uh we can make that. A, we can make that a new conspiracy. Talk about the chemtrails. Hey, chemtrails everywhere. It, yeah, maybe on episode sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> maybe on our, maybe on our official episode sixty-nine review. <laughs> <laughs> numbers mason what do they mean they mean i suck you and you suck me it's six nine okay i got that out of my system uh anything the special host would like to do for the episode i'm a very special boy and i got that out of my system for the episode so uh rizzle my nizzles thank you for listening Please don't forget to give us five stars. It keeps the lights on and uh, helps but us Matt, cut costs for you, the viewers. Before yes. they rate us five stars, what are we going to rate Zoid's New Century? Oh, we're going to rate this thing? I thought it was like a foregone conclusion it was a 10. No, I'm not going to let you get away with the infinite stratos on this one. <laughs> well, it was worth a shot, but... Uh... That's just a tradition for March Mechamania. Uh, yeah, yeah. The numbers, Mason. What do they mean, Alex? Well, that uh, I, 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 it's so hard to rate this show. To be honest, because like one, it's four kids, and two, it's twenty-two years old. So it like it doesn't hold up the best, but I I have a soft spot for it, and I know that how I feel. I think I'm going to have to give this a 6 because it meets all the merits of like a show with thought. Like put behind it. They had a, they had a concept, they had a story. There was character development for everybody except for Lena. They did follow their diagram 
that they laid out for their plot. So, you know, they met all the marks, but I do agree some of the animation and some of the jokes could have been uh, either translated better or aged a little better. Oh, and, you sorry. Know, maybe- Speaking of translations, the the bathroom scenes, whenever Bit accidentally walked in on Lena in the bathroom, like two or three times throughout the series, always in Japanese. Could yeah, not find they them didn't in even... the sub. I assume it's no, because they... they didn't air in America? Uh, yeah, no, this was uh, done by uh, the Oceanic dub group. So, it's like... Uh, East Asia, Australia area. Yeah, so that was a little strange for me at first to, uh, yeah, in the I'm middle of an episode, be show. inundated with, uh, with some yeah. very angry Japanese yelling, much uh, faster than Lena normally talks. Yeah, that uh, that caught me off guard a couple of times, but then uh, when viewed within that context of those parts of the episode probably didn't make it to America or whatever English speaking area that it did. Uh, yeah, cause account. yeah. Cause uh, I think there was also another scene where uh, one of the higher ups from the backdraft group, uh, he's at a bar drinking and he's drunk. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, I think they were like trying to hire Leon to join the backdraft group after uh, he did, like the weather shit and lost. I think yeah, yeah, I think so, and that was all in Japanese. So yeah. I think they ignored him being at a bar and being red faced drunk. So uh, you know, little kids would those children to it. Yeah, yeah. Know. I mean, after all, it is a it is a kid. And this show, isn't how so. you cope with loss. You know, like uh, like uh, Sanji and his lollipops. Hey, don't go dissing the lollipops here. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think you, Tristan. How, uh, many, how many tails up are you gonna give it? Uh, oh, shit! I forgot to give it a unit. Oh no! Uh, 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 unit. uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it six uh, Liger Zero transformations out of ten. Uh, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't have any previous experience with the show. I was not looking at it through nostalgia goggles. Uh, I definitely understand that this was definitely a show geared towards younger kids, especially to push toys. Uh, but as as a grown adult watching this, uh, it was it was not the most enjoyable thing. Uh, I. I I hate to say it, but I think this is the lowest thing I've had to give, and uh, I think it's a, a a four four uh, uh, a four kids uh, want to be out of uh, out of ten. That was that was good. That was good. <laughs> That's good. You know, I'm also here. Um. Uh. Yeah. What are you? Doing? <laughs> uh. Well, after those, I I don't know if I want to rate it anymore. Can I, can I skip it like I intended to initially and just give it a ten? I mean, if you give it a ten, you got to give it a unit. Amen. Yeah, Amen. no, it's definitely not getting a ten, but it is getting a unit. I'm uh, 
I'm gonna give it eight hours of Leon's Whale King trying to get through an energy shield out of ten. <laughs> Fair. So uh, I- my my lenses are one hundred percent rose tinted. And I'm willing to say maybe not even tinted. They might just be painted rose color. <laughs> they were forged with uh, with pink dye, like in the glass. That being said, it it tickled me in so many ways. Just, I, I think even I, further, like talking about it with you guys, tickled me in ways that I didn't think it would, where I'm on an entire, like, I'm ready to binge so much of my childhood. <laughs> I have a whole list of like 10 things we just talked about that I'm ready to watch. No, that's fair. It's definitely it's it's a show that I definitely think benefits from like having other people to like talk about it with. Yeah, it's because, fun even if it's not good. Yeah, it's that's that's the issue. Like I want it to be good, but like I know that it falls flat of actually being good. Especially but I don't view it in the context of the rest of the Zoids franchise. This one being such an oddball compared to the rest of them. It right? Like you know, it, it seems unserious a little, even if it's possibly the best of all the Zoids. Yeah, it's easier from mal ranking wings, which should always be taken with a grain of salt. You should either watch this Zoids or the original Zoids, which is apparently also Zoids Chaotic Century. Don't know why it has two different names. They're they're about equally rated, but first one is like a long adventure series, and then we get this sports one, and then the rest are all adventure series. Interesting. You get more yeah. dinosaurs in the other ones, though. So you know, pick your poison. And if it, and if nothing else, you can always watch it on YouTube, where it has this. The speed racer dub pacing, and it makes the jokes funnier. <laughs> like unironically, like yeah. it's sped up just enough to where you, where you can hear what they're saying, but it's it's so funny. I'm pretty sold. All right, I might try that one out just for the memes. <laughs> um, uh, speaking well, of memes, yeah, uh, we got plenty of we watch it on from this one. Yeah, and next week we have some. Uh, Great memes coming up. What are uh, and what would uh, they be from, Tristan? Uh, so it's going to be from uh, my my spoiler alert uh, favorite anime, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, we're going to be doing a a good look at uh, one of the one of the OG mech animes for uh, Mech March Madness. And uh, we 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 ready for the sad boy hours. And I've, uh, been, uh, I've been practicing my crying. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations! Congratulations. <laughs> I've uh, I've myself have been practicing my synchronized dancing. Ooh, very nice, very nice. Um, I think I think in preparation for this one, uh, I, I'm. I don't know if I will actually rewatch the whole series because I've seen it so many times, but I might rewatch the uh, the reboot movies because uh, yeah. I, I think I've only seen those like once, maybe twice. So I might I might do the reboots just to uh, get a get a good taste. Oh yeah, 
That's fair. That's fair. I, you know, I was actually going to ask you all this because we we unexpectedly did it for Utna, but are we going to watch the uh, the Inda Ava movie as well? Because it's very similar to the Utna movie, like where how it plays to the uh, the series. Uh, in a way, I was kind of thinking about that as well. Um, but at the same time. You can also just talk about the movie by itself because there's so much in the movie. Yeah, but I, it's it's really hard to say because uh, I kind of want the series itself to be talked about, and then I kind of want mm-hmm. the movies to be their own separate talked about thing. But end of Eva is that really weird in between where I feel like it almost needs to be talked about with the series, and then the reboot That's- movies need to be their own episode. That's how I'm feeling. Matt, have you seen Ava? I've seen some of the series, none of the movies. I say we leave it to Matt and see how he's feeling after, you know, the ending of Ava. If it's got mechas and no time travel, I think I'm pretty, pretty sold. I cannot guarantee either of those things. It has no mechas and time travel? Um, I... Uh yes. Oh, well, no. no. Well, no uh, mecha. Uh uh No, tons of mecha, tons of mecha. Uh uh we'll just, No 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 time travel, just is, time reset. Is this going to be better or worse than Code Geass? Better, that's, infinitely. Mm, see, that's a debate that could be had cuz it depends what you're talking about. Uh, better like for Matt than Code Geass in that they both have mechas. One has some time travel, and the other one has a fuck ton of mind control. <laughs> mm, how do you feel about penguins? Love them. Better. Is it going to be Kenzin Robo? In an odd way, kind of. Oh but also, God. not at all. I... You know what? A more serious, less horny Kenzen Robo I could get down with. Oh, I didn't say less horny. Uh, <laughs> a more serious, similarly horny Kenzen Robo I could get down with. There's no way it's equally horny. No, it's not equally it horny. Be, no matter no, what happens to Shinji. It, it, it doesn't have front tails, at least. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. where I draw also, the line. Also, it is, a, it is a real shame you can't stream this year. Uh, you know I mean? uh sure i have a link i was gonna say there is the uh netflix dub but i'm just gonna say do not watch the netflix dub and watch the og dub if you can find it if you can't find it we can make a google doc and i can share it because i do have it on my hard drive yes and i i have a taiwanese uh, bootleg dvd set that i bought foolishly on a nice blu-ray box set so now i feel like a fool you didn't you didn't get the official english box set that i got i i I bought it two years before that was announced Ooh, that's uh that's fair that's fair uh i would say that the only the only downside to the box set i got is uh they removed all the og end credit songs uh because they could not yeah, they couldn't uh, obtain the rights to it. Uh, but uh, 
since I'm more than likely going to be watching it at my computer, I'm probably just going to watch the uh, the uh, the downloaded versions I've got. That's fair. That's fair. I'll probably just use my DVDs because fuck Netflix for a uh, why? Why are they called children, not just child? It makes no sense. But you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a complaint we can bring up. Uh, in the next episode, because uh, I definitely have complaints with the uh, the Netflix dub. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Netflix. Make sure you drink your water, and uh, don't forget to uh, check out some pretty cool sniffy candles. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anybody's Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. Also, if you'd like to connect with us, you can reach the podcast on Twitter at Annie underscore Buddies, where you'll you'll be able to find the link to the Discord. You'll also be able to find that in the episode description as well. If you'd like, you can reach Alex on Twitter at CreamPuffCoon underscore one. And you'll be able to reach Matt on Twitter at DoobieHowitzer. You'll be able to reach Tristan via astral projection, or through physical mail if you have his address. Until then, we'll be back in about two weeks. Stay safe, stay hydrated, 